Welcome to Kitchen Radio. My name is Rita Katoni. Uh, that opening track was Jess Klein singing Strawberry Lover. Today, of course, is February the 14th, which is um, Valentine's Day, and I would like to introduce my special guest today, which is Rachel Vaua. Hi there. Happy Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, thank you. Have you received a valentine? Oh yes, I have a very special Valentine's. I said no chocolates, I'm trying to be good, but he did get me something which was very nice. Oh, how lovely. Do you know the history of Valentine's Day? No, I just I just know it's every year and everybody hopes that they have a Valentine. But, you know, Valentine's Day actually falls at the end of the European winter or the end of our dreadful summer. And in Europe it um, replaced a pagan festival or to celebrate the, like, the end of winter and the beginning of summer. So it's got this idea around it of fertility and virility, which is where I think the love concept comes in. Oh, so it's, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It is a lovely thing. Rachel, what have you seen that's in really good at the moment, that's in season in the supermarkets or the fruit and veg shop we have in Alice Springs? Well, at the moment, there's some beautiful strawberries. <laughs> there are. They're looking really red and sweet and delicious. They are. Strawberry, and they're a good price. I picked up some from Coles last night for $3.50 a punnet. A little bit expensive, but still okay. But they're good, aren't they? Yeah, they're definitely worth it. They're yeah. delicious. And the lovely thing about Valentine, not Valentine's, about strawberries is they look like little hearts. They do, especially when you cut them open, they yeah. look like little hearts. So for today's feature ingredient, we're going to talk about strawberries. And there's a really lovely link there between strawberries and Valentine's Day. So we're going to go on and talk about Valentine's Day later on. Um, what I've got here is some strawberries that I, I got last night. I'm going to do a bit of a taste test early on, I know, between a strawberry that's been kept out of the fridge for 24 hours and one that's been kept in the fridge should we do that taste test? Yeah, sure. So which one is this that we're see trying? If you can, see if you can okay. see, guess. I think that might be sweeter if they're out of the fridge. Although we have to count, you know, count a, you know, for the fact that they might not be, you know, you might have, I might not have chosen a, the right strawberry for you. Oh, this, this, I reckon okay. this one has been out of the fridge because they seem to be sweeter when they're not as cold. Same with bananas. Sometimes oh. I put bananas in the fridge so yep. that they don't go black and spotty really yeah. fast. And if they're in the fridge, they just don't have that sweet flavour. Yeah, I don't actually put any of my um, fruit in the fridge anymore. I leave all of it out, including my strawberries. Apart from the strawberry you've just eaten, which was put in the fridge, which is cold, isn't it? Yeah, it's cold and it's just not as sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you grow strawberries? I don't know, but I have fond memories of my grandma. Her name was Grandma Berry. That's my maiden name. Oh, that's so sweet. She's perfect. <laughs> and she used to grow strawberries down the side of her house. Uh-huh. So we used, when we used to visit, we used to run down the side of her house and collect as many strawberries as our hands could hold. Oh, that's such a lovely memory. Yeah, they, they have that association with childhood. I know last year when I interviewed a lot of these students out at the Steiner School about their garden, the favourite thing that a lot of them said that they had grown were strawberries. And I think part of that is because you can eat them. And they're not that hard to grow. A little bit tricky in Alice Springs because they need an acidic soil, but you can still grow them. Yeah, and then you can just pick them and eat them straight away. Yeah. Mm. I checked out the plants at the community garden, but they were all uh, without fruit. 
Although I could see a little, I could see the remnants of where there had been fruit. So I did wonder if someone has been there picking all the strawberries. Yeah, they might have. As you or the birds, you have to watch out for the birds as well. No, I think this had definitely been picked. It was in a funny position. (laughs) (laughs) And that was in the the plot, the communal plot. So it is open to um, ALEC members as I understand it. Open for picking. Um, I found out there are nine varieties that are... Uh, grown in Australia, but there's also this new one called a white strawberry. A white strawberry? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is it white on the inside too? I think, yeah, it's white on the inside and it's white on the outside. Um, Did you know strawberries aren't a proper berry now that you've said that, you know, your grandmother berry and we've talked about strawberries because strawberries have got all their seeds on the outside and they're the only fruit that actually have their seeds on the outside. Did you know in France... Strawberries are considered an aphrodisiac. Ooh la la. I know. <laughs> and they actually make a strawberry soup um, and that's served to newlyweds. And I've actually made that soup here today for us to um, try. Oh wow. So is it a sweet soup, I gather? Yeah, but it's a soup that could also be used as a palate cleanser. So oh, yeah. I think even though it is, tr- I think, traditionally a dessert, it could be used in other ways. So what's in your strawberry soup? Uh, it's strawberries. I've never had strawberry soup, so okay. let's give it a try. Okay. <laughs> I should say we are record. We're not recording this in a studio today, so that's part of the. Um, now I'll give you a spoon. <laughs> Bottoms up. <laughs> oh, it smells beautiful. Like, you know, so you wouldn't normally eat in a studio, or you'd pretend to eat. But today we actually are doing real tastings um, because we're not in a um, we're not in the ACCC studio. Lucky us. I know. Oh, that's quite nice. Oh, it is good. So that recipe has got strawberries. And Greek yogurt, ah. and orange juice, and honey. Oh, it was delicious! I could just taste the honey at the end of it. It's not too sweet. No, not too. S- oh, there was a bit of a sweet tang, I think, from mm. the, the strawberries and the honey. But I think the yogurt kind of balances it out a little bit more as well. Yeah, you wouldn't put more um, more sugar in that or sweetness. I don't know what I would add. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Because that idea of sweetness is so much a personal choice. Yes, definitely. Now, there's a, a lot of recipes call for pepper, or there's this idea that strawberries should be eaten with pepper. So, I um I watched Nigella Lawson on ABC a few weeks ago, and she made a pavlova. She made a black pepper flavored pavlova, and then she put strawberries on top. And often there's this idea that strawberries and black pepper go together. Have you ever tried that? I've never tried that combination, but it sounds very interesting. Should we put a little bit in our soup? I think we should definitely try it. There you go. Oh, I can smell the pepper yeah, from here. it's definitely fresh pepper. <laughs> I'm not sure I can taste much. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I don't really understand it. Yeah, you can't really taste the pepper by the time mm. there's all that sweetness from the strawberry. Maybe it's about fresh strawberries and pepper. I think so. Or do you dip it in the pepper? Yeah, here you go. I'll give you one of the um, the non-refrigerated strawberries. Dip it in pepper. You go first. We won't double dip on this show. No, I'm sorry. I don't see the point. You can't taste the black pepper when it's on the strawberry. It just mm. The strawberry is so sweet. It completely mutes out. Oh, that, and the, the soup pepper. was the same. There was like no flavour of the pepper at all. I'm really actually amazed that you can't even taste yeah. the pepper. Wow. So I think it's a ruse. Yeah. Well, maybe <coughs> it's just for show, putting yeah. black pepper oh, in. It sounds so great. It's a little yes. bit like balsamic as well, which yes. we could try. We should next time. Now, cooking strawberries. 
I don't know if they should be cooked. I know it's a cooking show, but I often think strawberries taste better fresh. What do you think, Rachel? Yeah, I definitely think the freshness takes be- tastes better because you can get the bite of the strawberry mm. and its fresh taste and yeah. and sweetness. Sometimes when you cook things, it brings out the sweetness, but not so much with strawberries. Um, but they're quite a different flavour, I think. I think cooked strawberries and fresh strawberries are almost like a different fruit because the cooked strawberries, you get that nose, you get that aroma with them, which is really beautiful, but they're actually, I think you lose the, the tanginess as well. Yes, they definitely turn into a different fruit, don't they? Yes, yeah. So I prefer them fresh and it's really great making coolies and uh, sorbets and lovely fresh things with strawberries. Do you have any favourite things you do with strawberries? I do love to make strawberry macaron. For those of you who are avid listeners of Kitchen Radio, I interviewed Rachel last year when I was doing a wedding cake um, and Rachel had just been on Zumbo's Just Desserts. So Rachel is a wonderful guest and she has lots of knowledge about desserts and cakes and all sweet things. Yes, so I'm making some strawberry macarons and they're actually, sometimes you just make an almond shell or sometimes you can flavour the shells Mm -hmm. and the filling. So this time I used uh, fruit-infused sugar, which has freeze-dried strawberries in it. And um, I incorporated that into my macaron mix and, oh my goodness, the smell as it was cooking and baking was amazing well that's fantastic because because they're freeze-dried you're getting the very best of both either cooking them or having them fresh aren't, aren't you you're getting the that that flavor i mean that aroma but then you're getting the um freshness as well oh yeah so th- when you freeze-dry fruit it just takes all the moisture out of the fruit and it's just pure fruit and okay. pure flavor naturally okay so that's a product you can buy with like sugar and freeze-dried freeze-dried fruit Yes, it is. Here in Alice Springs? Um, you can buy it online Okay. at the Sugar Queen. Okay, that's yeah. great to know. Just as an aside, what other, what other fruits do they have besides strawberry? Um, she does banana, passion fruit, strawberry and lemon. So they're icing sugar with freeze-dried fruit in them with Australian fruits and you can make meringues, pavlovas, icings and it's just really easy to add beautiful Australian fruit flavour. Oh, that's fantastic. So you've got both a um, strawberry-flavoured shell, you've done that? Yes, and then for the filling inside, I made a chocolate ganache, Mm -hmm. a ring of chocolate ganache and then in the middle is strawberry jam and I called it chocolate-dipped strawberry to oh make wow. it sound even more enticing. That sounds amazing. And are these ones you're making like at the moment? Because later on we're going to talk about like Valentine's Day and yes, sweeties. They're, they're my Valentine's Day edition macarons from Rachie Bakes. Yes, <laughs> the orders are already in and everybody's coming to pick up their delicious macarons tonight. Yes, including me. Yes. I'm so excited <laughs> about it. Okay, for me, apart from the um, strawberry soup, I do make a strawberry shortcake. Oh, yum. Yeah. So shortcakes are halfway between shortbread and cakes. Um, And, you know, I tend to do sort of like two layers and then the strawberries in the middle and I do bake it. My shortcake recipe comes from a very, very old dinner party cookbook by the Women's Weekly. It's like a 1985 book. And it's actually an apple shortcake recipe which I adapt for um, strawberries or anything else. And that's just got 125 grams of butter, 
half a cup of sugar. So you beat the butter and the sugar together, and then you add an egg, and then you add. Um, you've in the meantime you've sifted three quarters of a cup of self-raising flour and plain flour, and then you just add that to the um, wet mixture. So it's a little bit like a pastry. Um, but it's a lot softer than a pastry. Yeah. So it's short like a biscuit, yep. but then it's cakey like a cake. Yeah, so the it's got the, both yeah, the softness of a cake, but the, like the butter and that, yeah, what I'd consider yeah. the shortness of a, of a shortbread. Um, so then you're going to refrigerate that for a little while and then you're going to divide it in two and you're going to roll it out between... This picture has between glad wrap, but I don't want to, uh, you know, promote yeah. the use of too much plastic. So I would mm. do that. I've got a, a um, like a, a mat that I roll out all my pastry. Oh, and that's I a good idea. Yeah, yeah, and I just put enough flour on that so it doesn't stick. And so you put that into a 20-centimetre round cake tin um, and then I would put stropped, chopped strawberries with sugar. Oh, yum. And possibly passion fruit oh. without the seeds. Um, and then I'd put the top layer on and that would be baked for about uh, 40 minutes. And that would be really very yummy. Serve with fresh cream. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, cream and strawberries. They're the oh, best friends, absolutely. aren't they? Would you whip your cream and serve them with chopped strawberries? Or would you more have like a pouring cream? Oh, definitely whipped cream. I love, you know, the air, the yeah. air in the cream. Mm. And, a re- and pavlova is great with strawberries. So you have that lovely sort of airy cream and then you strawberries on top. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love pavlova. Yeah, it's great. It's a little bit like macarons, I think. I think that's why I love them both. <laughs> yeah. um, now, Rachel, you talked to me about a really beautiful strawberry cake. And I think we've got the pronunciation right, which is le fraisier. Yes, we're speaking French and it's a fraisier cake. Yeah, um, this is a beautiful looking cake. Can you describe it for me? Well, it looks amazing because the way it's made is that you put the strawberries, so the ins- they're cut in half and the inside is facing out. So you would put a sponge on the bottom, face your strawberries out on the outside and then you fill it with a mousse okay. and a custard and then another sponge on top. Oh my God, that sounds like a Valentine's Day gift for someone. So it's pretty amazing. So when you take it out of the tin or... Yep, or the uh, mould. Yep. Yeah. You can see all these beautiful strawberries sitting at the side oh and it just God. looks amazing. That's on the top of my list of things to make. Great. Could you use like a like a cheesecake in the middle instead of uh, like a... What is it, a vanilla mousse or a white chocolate mousse? I think you definitely could do a cheesecake. Yeah. yeah. I um I made something similar. It's not a Le Frasier, but it's a similar one for my niece's twenty first birthday and it was just it was a beautiful cheesecake, just a standard no bake cheesecake. But on the top I put chopped strawberries and then I made a um a champagne jelly. Oh, yeah. And I had all the strawberries sitting in a champagne jelly on top of the cheesecake. And I have to say, talking about, you know, you know, giving gifts of, of some food um, yeah. to people you love, this was a lovely sort of way to give to my niece for her 21st birthday. Yes. Okay, so there are many things you can do with strawberries. I found a reference to um, green strawberries as a vegetable. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I, I couldn't find any recipes for it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to actually, you know, pursue that much further than mentioning it. Maybe it's like the green banana. They have a different kind of recipe. Yeah, possibly. Mm. Um, and look, there are quite a few salads that use just fresh strawberries or ripe strawberries, but I, I personally think that's a bit of a waste of a strawberry. 
putting it in the salad. Yeah. Have you ever had grapes in your salad? I have. I don't – it just doesn't do it for me. Like, oh. they're crossing a line. Like, I'm not into fusion <laughs> at all. Like, for me, that's crossing a line that should never be crossed. I've had strawberries and grapes in my salad and they're really nice. At Piccolo's, they had a salad once that had um, strawberries in it and really liked it. Yeah. Had um, spinach leaves as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah. there you go. So, to listeners out there, even though I might not use put strawberries in my salad, certainly something, what did it add to the salad? Um, it added a sweetness, different texture, and I think it was like a balsamic dressing. So yep. Strawberries and balsamic, they're also best friends too. They are best friends. Um, yeah. Do you do a strawberry and balsamic uh, macaron? I do have a recipe that I'm eager to try that has balsamic and strawberry in a macaron. I'm obsessed with macarons, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, that would be great <laughs> because balsamic's got that sort of sweet sourness and I can imagine it just brings out the flavour of the strawberry. Yeah, I definitely need to try it. Yeah. And possibly, you know, like strawberries can almost sort of cook in sugar. So if you put strawberries with a bit of caster sugar, you know, they, they sort of do a, a small amount of cooking, don't you think? Like the, the juices come out yeah. and they actually taste a lot better with just a little bit of sugar. Definitely. Okay, look, I'm sure we could keep talking about strawberries, but we really want to talk about <laughs> Valentine's Day yeah. too. So just to introduce Valentine's Day, I've got a Billy Bragg song, which is Valentine's Day is over. But of course, Valentine's Day is not over. It's here with us. And I hope our listeners really go out and embrace, um, you know, food and Valentine's Day. Kitchen Radio, each Friday at 5pm. Rachel, that one, you know, strawberries have a lot of connotations of love. Did you, had you ever thought about that link between like strawberries looking like little hearts or if you cut them in half, they still look like hearts and Valentine's Day? Yeah, definitely. I think strawberries definitely a love fruit. Yeah. It looks like a love heart and then they're sweet and then if you give your significant other some strawberry strawberries dipped in chocolate I'm sure they'll love those or even fresh strawberries I would suggest it's a beautiful gesture just make sure you have them at room temperature yeah and they're red which is just like a love heart too isn't it um and as I mentioned before you know the history of Valentine's Day is to mark the beginning of spring and strawberries um are around in Australia anyhow you know all year round including in spring but we're lucky that they're still around right now which is Let's face it, it's not spring, it's the end of a long, hot summer. <laughs> it's a long summer for us here. So, you're doing something really special for Valentine's Day this year, aren't you, Rachel? I mean, apart from being the recipient and possibly giving sort of Valentine's Day gifts, you're also doing something really special. Yes, I'm doing a special edition love macarons and homemade marshmallows. And so I'm selling them as part of my Rachie Bakes. Um, business and so I've got boxes of macarons with strawberry chocolate, a salted caramel and a vanilla. Oh wow and unfortunately listeners if you haven't ordered them already from Rachel it's too late you're just gonna have to put in an order for next year I'd say. You'll have to wait till next time or maybe you'll be lucky enough for someone to give them to you I don't know. Yeah well I've certainly got my um my uh, my macarons and my marshmallows. I can't wait to give them to the person who um, is my Valentine this year. 
Oh. No, not really. I think I'm just <laughs> – I've never given a Valentine either. I'm just going to go home and gorge myself on them myself. Well, you don't need to give them away because they really are too good to share. Yeah, they <laughs> are. But uh, it's sort of – I mean, when you told me about that you were making macarons for Valentine's Day and, you know, if you think about food um, and love and you think about that idea of giving the person you love a gift of food, I just thought it was just such a lovely way of showing your love is through um, the gifting of a food. And I don't think it's important that you have to make that food yourself. I mean, it's great if you, you know, bake uh, something for the person that you love. But I think also giving – you know, food as a gift is such a great idea. Oh, definitely. And it could be an experience as well. You could share a beautiful dinner. You could make a lovely platter of, of things that you've bought and share them together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you given out um, food as gifts very much? I've made my husband some cookies. Okay. With his name. His name's Troy. So it was a T-R-O-Y cookies. Oh, okay. And they were um, his favourite flavour. Um, obviously making cakes is a way of showing love as well, like you make your children birthday cakes. Yes. Yeah, it's a great way of giving um, you know, a gift and showing love. But often for, for me when I've had Christmas celebrations and we ask people not to actually buy gifts but to give people gifts of something that they've made or something that they no longer that they once loved but no longer love. We often get lots of um, jars of jams and pickles and those types of things, and I think that's becoming really popular as a gift to give someone because it's it's homemade. It's often made by the person who's who's giving it to you, and it looks really lovely. And it's generally not expensive. I don't think gifts need to be expensive. Well, it's not the money you spend. It's no. it's the thought that counts. Exactly. And and then you know the recipient has this experience of actually eating that food as well. And they're thinking of you while they're eating it too. I suppose. Yeah, mm. I got given um, fig jam for Christmas. Oh yeah. I know that was my gift, and it's just really beautiful. And like every time I eat that fig jam, I think about you know the fact that this was a gift that was given to me, and it wasn't just something I purchased off a supermarket shelf, like a Kris Kringle, but also like the making of um, of fruit tarts. They're often given away. Um, one year I've given away stolen to to my friends as a way oh, yeah. of um, you know wishing them Merry Christmas. Yeah, I think that's a great gift to give because um, the person is you know really made something from their heart, and you can you know you can make it look really good too. You can put it in a little basket with yeah. a ribbon. You know some things. Some things you'll just get and you'll stick it in the drawer and you'll never use it. Yeah. But at least if it's a gift of food, you'll enjoy it and, you know, it's useful. Yeah, and I like that idea of presentation as well. Like Presentation's key. Yeah, so can you tell me how you're presenting those macarons? The macarons will be in a macaron box, like a beautiful white box which you can slide open and then I'll put some beautiful ribbon and some labels on the side. I've made my labels Valentine's theme, lots of little hearts and so they'll look very cute. Great. And the marshmallows? Oh, the marshmallows. Have you ever had a homemade marshmallow? No, I mean, I have made marshmallows many years ago, but your marshmallows sound amazing. Yeah, I've got two flavours. One is vanilla bean with real vanilla and the other is like a mixed berry. Okay. So it's got it's with using freeze-dried fruit as well. Okay. And so it's a mixture of different berries and so I fold that through the marshmallow yeah. and I also sprinkle it on top. So we'll have that beautiful fresh fruit flavour and it's all natural as well. Wow. Can you go through how you make your marshmallows? 
Is it, is it a secret <laughs> recipe? <laughs> now, the marshmallow is pretty much just whipped sugar with okay. gelatin. Okay. Yeah. So you, you make like a sugar syrup and you whip it up really well, you put the gelatin in and then you let it sit. So it has no eggs, no other additives, okay. except for the beautiful flavours. So you have the base of the marshmallow and you can do any kind of flavour that you can think of. And they're really soft and delicious. Yeah. Beautiful. How are you presenting them? So they'll be cut into, um, they'll be cut into squares yeah. and dusted with icing sugar. Then I'll present them in a long cellophane bag with a beautiful ribbon. Oh, wow. And do you colour them? I do colour my strawberry marshmallows, but these ones I'm going to do the vanilla with little tiny love heart sprinkles on top. Okay. And then the mixed berry one will just have the colours from the berries. So oh, it'll okay. be like a white and red, you know, um, Valentine's kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I was going to say, sounds yeah. like a very Valentine's Day yeah. um, theme and, and a colour. Yes. Um, but I should also mention that even if you're not into sort of like making sweets and putting them in little boxes and, and giving them as a gift like that. There's also the idea of actually just cooking a meal for someone that you love. Yes, definitely. And there's also the social factor, you know, you're spending time with them. Yeah. yeah. So rather than going, taking your loved one out to a restaurant, think about actually maybe cooking them a really beautiful meal at home. Yeah, I did that for my husband for his birthday. He has yeah. um, his father's Tongan, so he's eaten a lot of Tongan food as he's grown up. So I made him this um, corn beef and then you put um, onions and tomato and coconut milk on top and then you wrap it in banana leaves and you and foil and you cook it in the oven and it's just really beautiful like the meat gets nice and soft and all the coconut juices go through it and it's really good with rice as well and so he just saw the effort that I put in like for his favorite meal and then he just loved it it's a, <laughs> it's a Tongan specialty is it it's great. I had a friend whose sister, you know, gave her a gift of food for her birthday and what her sister did was she said to her, look, you can, I, um, I want to cook a meal for you and up to 10 friends and you can choose all the friends and you can choose the meal with me and I will cook it and I will serve it and I will clean up and that's what she did and she said it was just one of the best birthday gifts she'd ever had. Oh, that sounds wonderful yeah. and a wonderful memory to have, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. And that idea of just not someone cooking for you but actually cooking for your friends as well. Yeah, that's more of an occasion and, you know, a gift as well. Yeah, so all those listeners out there who've maybe forgotten Valentine's Day, um, there's still dinner, it still has to be had tonight. So, you know, you could do a quick um, quick trip to the supermarket. And Valentine's Day is not just about you know, your significant other, you can, no. you can love everyone. You can love your friends, er, anyone your that children. you know. Yes. <laughs> that you cook. Um, do you cook macaroons and sell, macarons, sorry, and sell them outside of Valentine's Day? Uh, I, if you watch my Facebook page, you'll see when I've got some macarons coming up next. And also the night market this year, I'll be at the night market. Okay. In the cooler months when yep. the macarons are okay. Um, and your Facebook page is Rachel Bakes, is that right? Rachie Bakes. Oh, Rachie Bakes. Okay, so make sure you um, you follow Rachel Rachel if you sort of want to be in there for um, some beautiful macarons. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you, Rachel. Um, well, I think we've exhausted Valentine's Day and strawberries. Um, if you think I haven't, please... Um, please please text me or let me know on Facebook that you've got 
a lot more to say or that you've got some ideas about strawberries and Valentine's Day. Um, I hope all you listeners out there have a fantastic Valentine's Day. I'd like to thank Rachel Fowler for coming in today. Thank you, Rachel, very much. Thanks for having me. Um, you've been listening to Kitchen Radio on uh, C on 102.1 FM in Alice Springs and in Tennant Creek. And you might have been listening um, to this via a podcast or on the C website at accc.com.au. Um, we'll go out tonight with um, Marty Robbins singing Strawberry Roan. It's a really old song as well as Steve Earle um, with Valentine's Day. Thank you for listening and make sure you tune in next week for a very special episode of Kitchen Radio where we're looking at the new trend in uh, hipster food which is meat. Good night. Meat. <laughs> You've been listening to Kitchen Radio on ACCC. 102.1 FM in Alice Springs and Tennant Creek.